You're listening to the Veritas Daily Podcast, a short daily podcast that answers the questions you're asking with the hope that it would help you believe Jesus is more. Here's Kyle Richter. How do dinosaurs fit into Genesis 1? If that was your question, you're in good company. When I was in seminary, I was in a Pentateuch class, a class on the first five books of the Old Testament. And to start the class, our professor, he told us to take out our Bibles and had us read Genesis 1 through Genesis 2-3, which is the first creation account that we have in the Bible. And after reading it, he, he said to us, he said, okay, now what questions come to mind? I want you to think about that passage for a second. It tells us about God creating the heavens and the earth, light and darkness, day and night, the sun and the moon, water and dry land. God creates plants and trees and birds and sea creatures and wild animals and livestock and human beings. And then he steps back from it all and sees what he's made and sees that it's very good. Thus, Genesis 2.1 says, the heavens and the earth were completed in their vast array. We read that passage and we still have questions, right? Where are the dinosaurs? Are the days in Genesis 1 and 2, are they literal 24-hour days or are they metaphorical, maybe poetic? What about evolution, the Big Bang? How old is the earth? When did all these things happen? Those are all good questions. Some of the same questions that my seminary classmates and I had many, many years ago. But then our professor asked a question of his own. He said, okay, but who was the original audience of Genesis 1 and 2? Now, admittedly, we were confused. Why did that matter? What did, what did that have to do with our questions? That was precisely his point, he said. They were our questions. But what about the original audience? What questions were they asking? Well, the original audience for Genesis 1 and 2 was about 2 million former slaves. Around 1300 BC, God rescued these slaves called Israelites. He rescued them from slavery in Egypt so that they could know and love him and live in his ways instead of worshiping the pagan gods of Egyptian culture. So I want us to imagine, imagine for a second that that you're one of those Israelites, someone who was once enslaved to Pharaoh, an Egyptian king who claimed to be God himself, claimed to be in the image of God. You had no power, no hope for change, no real purpose in life. You had to find ways to provide for yourself because you couldn't trust anyone else. You're poor, you're needy, and now you're scared because even though you're no longer a slave, you have no idea where you're going to live next. All that you know is that a God has saved you by many miracles, so think 10 plagues, and now he's telling you how everything started in Genesis 1 and 2 for the very first time. So so with that in mind, hearing Genesis 1 and 2 in that context, what questions would we be asking? Well, I think we'd be asking very different questions. I think we'd be asking, who is God? Is there more than one God? How did God make everything? How does God feel about the things that he's made? Who are we? Are we valuable? What's our role? What's our purpose in the world? 
See, my point isn't that scientific where the dinosaurs type questions are bad. They aren't. They're good. As Christians, we should be asking them. They're important. We should also have a well-informed answer. But what I want to help us think about today is this. The questions that we often bring to the Bible, they're very different from the questions the Bible seeks to answer. Science tells us that dinosaurs existed, but the Bible doesn't mention them because those aren't the questions the creation account in Genesis 1 is trying to answer. Instead, it's answering, who is God? Who are we? How should we think about the things that God has created? If you've been around Veritas very much, you've probably heard us say a phrase. We say it a lot. The Bible wasn't written to us, but it was written for us. In other words, God has given us his word to help us know and love him and live in his ways. So try this. Take 30 minutes sometime today. The good thing about being stuck at home in quarantine is that we all have time. Take 30 minutes, maybe longer if you want. Take 30 minutes and read Genesis 1 through Genesis 2-3. And as you do it, try to answer those questions. Write them down. Reflect. What do we learn about God? What do we learn about ourselves, about human beings? How should we think about God's creation? See, that's the heart of what Genesis 1 is all about. Thanks for listening to the Veritas Daily Podcast. If you enjoyed this content, consider sharing with a friend or posting on social media. You can also give us a rating that helps others find this podcast more easily. We're back tomorrow, same time, same place. See you then.